in Srila Prabhupada's time, many devotees didn't have direct connection with Srila Prabhupada, and they received general instructions from Prabhupada uh, through his books. They knew about the primary instructions about following the principles, but mostly they were receiving Srila Prabhupada's instructions through their temple authorities, through the temple president, GBC, how they should serve, and so on. Uh, and that continues to the present day and will continue to do so in the future if a devotee doesn't have any ins- direct instruction from his spiritual master, and that may very often be the case, uh, then no harm. His spiritual master's instructions is coming to him through his local temple authority. Why? Because ultimately we're all serving one mission, Srila Prabhupada's mission, and everyone's instruction, every Vaishnava spiritual master's instruction is to serve Srila Prabhupada's mission and to further the preaching of the Krishna consciousness movement. So one can then fullheartedly embrace those type of instructions that one receives from one's local authority and in that way feel confident in pleasing one's own spiritual master. So that was for Dharma Seta Prabhu. Time Sankatan devotee in the UK, book distributor. And here's another devotee, Murli Manohar Prabhu from uh, the Man, uh, not the Man, Soho Street. And uh, he asks a question. We're discussing the following verse. I know, Shukadev knows the meaning of Srimad Bhagavatam, whereas Vyasadev may or may not know it. The Srimad Bhagavatam can only be known through bhakti, not by mundane intelligence or by reading many commentaries. So he wants to know how is it possible that Vyashila uh, Vyasadeva does not know Srimad Bhagavatam, or may know or may not know. Uh, of course, we should understand the context in which Lord Shiva is the one who is speaking here. Vyasadeva uh, is the author and compiler of Srimad Bhagavatam. He understands its Siddhanta, its Rasa, all principles of Tattva. Uh, which are expressed through Srimad Bhagavatam. However, Bhagavatam is not just uh, a matter of uh, relaying and communicating uh, the eternal truths about Lord Krishna, but it's also something that's meant to be tasted. So Lord Shiva is saying, well, to what degree does Srila Vyasadeva taste the moods and mellows of Srimad Bhagavatam he may be aware of all of them, and he may not be aware of all of them. Although he describes them, what he tastes of them is an individual affair. Uh, he says, but myself and Shukadeva Goswami, we taste the full range of truths and mellows that are described in Srimad Bhagavatam. Uh, this is not unlike a devotee who gives a Bhagavatam class, and he says, I'm not this body. So he may or may not know what he's speaking about. He knows the philosophy, he knows that principle. To what degree has he actually realized the fact that he is not this body? He understands it philosophically, and then, of course, realization is something else. So, Srila Vyasadeva is not short in realization. He's, he's fully realized and seen the essence of Srimad Bhagavatam. And yet still, in terms of the tasting of transcendental mellows, there's so much variety and individuality that Lord Shiva is explaining that he doesn't necessarily have the same grasp of those things as uh, him and uh, 
Shukdev Goswami. Okay, and a last one here. I will read this. It's entitled Book Distribution for Carol Dawes. And Carol is asking, when you go out on, Carol happens to be Kalavati Devidasi, <laughs> when you go out on book distribution regularly over a period of time, one can generally give out many hundreds of books, let alone thousands during the marathons. If books are meant to be going to someone looking for Krishna, then why are not so many hundreds or thousands of people coming to Krishna consciousness? I know that time is a factor, but still many thousands of books are flowing regularly. What happens to the majority of those books if they are not wanted by the recipients? Well, the the premise here is that the books are going to those people who are looking for Krishna, but many, many, many books, in fact, maybe most of them, may be going to people who are not looking for Krishna. That's the whole idea. We're planting seeds. We're inaugurating people's spiritual lives. For those who are looking for Krishna, their Krishna consciousness manifests really quick. Uh, and they read the books, they begin to chant Hare Krishna, they visit the temples, because they're already inquisitive about spiritual life. But other people have no particular inclination. Somehow or another, we've gotten them to take a book, and that's activity of touching Srimad Bhagavatam, of taking it home, of putting it on the shelf, of giving a donation, is really their first devotional act, and that devotional act will itself become the seed for subsequent devotional activities like reading. That reading will purify the heart. All this will take time, and it will vary from person to person. So we should never be impatient thinking that book distribution is not effective. It's effective. It's doing what it's meant to do. It is a type of spiritual activity, preaching, that is effective for all types of people and has a lasting value. When people chant, hear the chanting of the Hare Krishna, they hear it, but then when devotees stop chanting, it's gone. The book is always there. The book is constantly chanting. Once a person has a book in his possession, then he has constant association, and that constant association matures in time. And that time will vary according to the receptivity of the person who received the book. Okay, 13 and a half minutes. I better go. This is going to take me a long time to send away. Okay, we'll be in touch tomorrow. Thank you all very much, and Hare Krishna, all the best.